This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Geese. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I gave a rundown about the August 8th show at Avondale Brewing Company and the August 12th show at Frederick Meyer Gardens in Grand Rapids, Michigan. There is a link in the show notes for that if you wanted to give it a listen. This week on the show, we'll continue our look at Summer Tour 2021 with a recap of the August 13th show at Riverside Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the August 14th show at First Avenue in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and the August 15th show at Lardinson, I think that's how you say it, (laughs) but that amphitheater there at Waterworks Park in Des Moines, Iowa. The band did release a spliced together show that consisted of set two from the show on the 13th in Milwaukee and then set two from the First Avenue show in Minneapolis called Best of Midwest 21. That was free to watch on their YouTube channel. And if you missed it or want to rewatch it because it was sick, uh, there is a link in the show notes. Before we get into that, quickly, I just want to apologize for my throat. It's really, really uh, sore this morning. It's raining really hard here, and for some reason, I woke up, and my throat was, like, super dry and hoarse. Um, So I apologize if at any point it sounds like, bitch, clear your throat, (laughs) because I feel like that sometimes. So I'm going to try my best to, like, not do it and you know, edit it out so you guys don't have to hear the scratchy awfulness of my voice. But in advance, I apologize. Um, You know, fall is here and I've been recording a lot of episodes and doing a lot of talking and stuff. So I apologize in advance. But anyways, before we really, really, really get into it this week, I wanted to just quickly remind everybody again about Crooked Conversations the new quarterly publication from DATC Media. Um, Perhaps you got an email from me or saw any of the posts that I've been doing about this. Um, Very, very, very excited about this new creative project coming from DATC Media. Um, If you signed up, the digital version is hitting emails this week. Um, If you're listening to this when it airs on October 5th, um, and then there will be an opportunity, a chance to buy one. You know, if you didn't sign up, you'll be able to buy one um, and check it out and then be like, oh, yeah, I definitely want to sign up for this. Um, And then the print version will be hitting the mailboxes soon after that. They have to be printed and shipped out 
but you will get those. And one of the nice things about doing the quarterly is, you know, it gives not only me time in a lot of aspects, um, it gives you guys time to uh, read the content and really get into it. So I'm excited for that change. I, I mentioned that before about the change of doing it quarterly and how that's really going to make this awesome. So I'm excited about that. Um, and also, if you are a subscriber of the Mad Love Package, there will be two brand new never before seen videos uploaded to the site soon too. So heck yeah. And are you wondering what this Mad Love Package is that I'm speaking of? Well, it's a members-only website where you can watch hours and hours of conversations about Umphreys McGee. Think Netflix for the ultimate Umphreak. This is the only place that you can watch video of conversations had here on the podcast, like I just mentioned, as well as other videos from chats on other shows that are part of the network, and so much more coming. I'm super excited. Um... I just sat down with Stasek and Rob Turner and Jimmy Knowledge. Um, we were talking about versions of songs. Maybe you saw that post also on social media about the different versions of songs for The Wall of Wow. And we were able to sit down with Stasek and talk about those songs and their history. Um, and bits of that will be on their show. But if you're a Mad Love subscriber, that full video conversation will be available to watch on there um, in the future when their show is ready to be aired. And that will be the only place you'll be able to see that. That will not be released anywhere else. So that's an example of what you're going to be getting um, with this members-only site. And, of course, anything else that I come up with, um, I've, I've got so many ideas of, of fun things that we can do with that. So there's lots of options for how you can get in on Crooked Conversations, like I've mentioned, digital versions, physical paper copies, access to the members-only site, 10% um, off in the DATC store all the time. Um, just so many different, uh, different ways you can get your information. So check out the link in the show notes for where you can check it all out, where you can sign up for your subscription. And if you have any questions about anything, please feel free to reach out and send me a DM on social or send an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. All right, so let's get into it this week. First up, August 13th at Riverside Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. The first indoor with a crowd, just like we used to, show that the band has played since March 2020 during their belly up run in Colorado. This would be the 15th time the band would take this stage. Last hitting up this spot, January 26th, 2019. Notable runs at this venue would be Halloween 2013 and Halloween 2015. Starting the evening off with Leave Me Las Vegas, found on the new album of intros. You walked up, shaking in your boots, but you stood tall and left a raging bull. I seriously take any opportunity to <laughs> say that album title. I just love it so much. <laughs> um, but if you haven't given that album of intros a spin, 
check it out. I think it's great, um, you know, for what it is, an album of intros, but it's really, really good, I think. Um, there is a link in the show notes for where you can snag yourself a copy, and also you can stream it on, like, Spotify and all that other stuff, wherever you listen to your music, of course. This would slide right into Dump City, distortingly sinking its heels in about four minutes, finding its focus, building some momentum, and dancing off, cooling its heels about four and a half minutes later, slipping into something a little more slinky as it builds itself back into Dump City, deeper next, coming out of the tune proper with an enormously full Phil Collins drum fill, rounding the corner and slipping into something a little more comfortable, blasting off into space with a Joel-led jam that begins to unfold about six and a half-ish, landing back on Earth four minutes later, planting roots and beginning to reveal the next part of our story, out of order, followed by Intentions Clear, beginning its journey slightly before four and a half, Stasic laying some bricks and getting comfy about two minutes later, dabbling in a little, like, shakedown street jam. Like, certainly was giving off those vibes. Dancing off and rounding the corner and getting a little angrier with itself as it starts to build into its detour. A little Dr. Feel Good by Motley Crew sprinkled in there, not sticking around for very long at all, Dropping right back in very nicely into the previous Intentions Clear Jam. Almost like acting like nothing ever happened there for a minute. I like that. It was all just like, what? We, we totally just did not play Dr. Feelgood at all. Like, we were over here in this jam the whole time. What are you talking about? <laughs> just, I love that. That was great. Uncommon next, followed by Paget's Profile only taken for a spin one other time in 2021, back on February 6th at Chris's house for Wrapped Around Nashville. The first set would close out with the bottom half, abandoning itself and falling into a beautiful stew, about three and a half-ish, really building its confidence as it continues, setting its sights on home a few minutes later and slamming back into the bottom half. Set two for the evening kicked off with attachments, completing its story but deciding to take the long way home, allowing the continuation to begin to unfold about seven minutes-ish, dabbling its toes in some eyes-of-the-world-inspired water, slightly about 11 and a half-ish, a little more obvious about a minute later, nothing mentioned on all things Umphreys, but definitely in that vibe again. This one enjoys a nice sunny windows roll down drive around the park, but it doesn't hit us in the face with any crazy expansion. Stepping right into Speak Up, and then a nice Malchaise sandwich next with a cover of Tribulations by LCD Sound System stuffed inside really easing its foot off the gas and beginning to coast right into the jam slightly before five minutes, really embodying the relaxing, trancing vibes, Stasic plunging us deep into its reggae roots, 
taking a detour into that aforementioned cover of Tribulations went along with the vibe of what they were trying to emotionally invoke 100%. That one only covered three times, including this one here, last taken for a spin January 19th, 2020 at the Brooklyn Bowl in Brooklyn, New York. Such a perfect cover for them to do, I think, and Chris just slays vocals on this. Charging back into Malchais to complete the sandwich, rounding out this second set in Milwaukee with Professor Wormbog and a nice hefty similar skin that would begin with Joel engulfing us in some very serious Pink Floyd vibes. I feel like every single person in that room had to think that they were going into Shine On You. You know, I would have, like, called it, too, and been like, oh, are they going to go into this cover right now? No, that's not what they did at all. This similar skin would wander into the jungle slightly after four minutes, unleashing into some serious 80s rock, letting it wander way off the leash for a minute, pivoting, reeling it in, and driving back into Sim Skin. Wrapping up this second set in Milwaukee with Puppet String, Stasic making things deep and weird before we're transported off and dropped smack dab in the middle of an intergalactic robot war. Like, there's just no other way to describe what the hell was going on in that jam. An encore for the evening, one tune, Hangover. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of umfreaks? Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an umfreaks-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow Umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to Sarah at datcmediacompany.com. All right, so on to the next night, August 14th at First Avenue in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The band has played at this iconic venue 25 times, including this one here. As Bayless tells us, this is Chris Mitchell's favorite indoor venue and also happened to be the first time the band played this room with Mr. Ben Factor on lights. So that had to be a lot of fun for the front of house, for sure. This night would start out with Gents, not on the previously mentioned album of intros, and also not taken for a spin in quite a little bit. Last time, August 25th, 2019, in Kettering, Ohio, Really starting the night off with a fatty DBK sandwich next. 
The first part would clock in at about 15 and a half minutes, dancing off and getting into the gritty of it about eight minutes. This segment definitely induced some serious kitchen dance parties, letting it fall apart and twinkle to earth, quickly building itself together back into DBK, jerking the car and driving into seasons, dramatically building up and exploding back onto the main track and driving right back into DBK. A very, very nice way to open the show for sure. Just kind of like roll up your sleeves and like, all right, gentlemen, let's fucking go. <laughs> Chem Walk next, followed by Chem Walk 2, charging off on its own about three minutes-ish. This has so much energy deep within it when the jam really starts to resonate out about six minutes. Without a doubt, they had this entire building just bouncing, like the energy is insane. You can feel it listening to it. So you can only imagine what it felt like in that room. Cut off being the ripping tune that that is next. I just love that one. Getting distorted and trying to tune itself to the right frequency, finding its next destination, Andy's last beer, and a cover of the Beatles, I Want You, She's So Heavy, to close out the first set at First Avenue. That one covered 33 times, including the one we're talking about here. Last taken for a spin, October 23rd, 2019, at the Mill and Mine in Knoxville, Tennessee. The second set at First Ave would open with Higgins, starting to feel itself out and where it wants to head slightly before three and a half-ish, Starting out real lighthearted and full of confidence, charging ahead and remembering some deep unresolved things coming up about four minutes later. With this massiveness unleashed and emitting all of this energy just out and all over as it trudges along. It's just, it's, I've said this so many times. It's so interesting what I visualize when I hear these jams. Like, I wish I could draw really well because I think it would be interesting um but I can't so they would just be like stick figures and it would be really comical so maybe I'll still do it because it'll be it'll be a good laugh for sure anyways (laughs) cooling its heels and dabbling into some talking heads vibes about a minute later revving up and coming back into Higgins Miss Tinkles next Stasic laying the bricks about three minutes ish quickly falling into a trance and fully giving in and allowing it to just flow over us, continuing on in this blissful state for a few minutes, pivoting schizophrenically, getting some serious rage out of it, breaking through the clouds and back into Miss Tinkles. That song, man, it's just, that's a masterpiece. It is. Red tape after that contains a soft jam inside, slipping into something a little more comfortable about five minutes, dabbling into some Rolling Stones, Give Me Shelter vibes, sweetly continuing on, rotating around and finding some footing, wandering off and slipping a little into that Western jam from Jake about 10 minutes, gathering its balls and just unleashing all of its aggression out, 
dipping its toes into a little crazy train by Ozzy Osbourne before dancing back into red tape. That was just fun. That was just fun. I'll say it now, and I've said it many times before, and I'll say it again in the future. I just really love that song. It's just so good. I love red tape so much. (laughs) Room to Breathe next, followed by Bright Lights Big City. That would give everyone the mid-80s Michael Jackson vibes in the depths of the jam. Dancing right back into Bright Lights just a little bit. Andy and Chris taking us right into the breakdown from a Phil Collins song. It felt like some kind of like studio shit or something. Like that's exactly what it made me think about. It's like eight minutes-ish in there. Coming back out and just dancing its ass off. A quick little jovial tickle back into bright lights. Choosing to dissipate all apart. Allowing the massive spaceship to orbit around a bit before erupting into the second set ending Soundgarden cover, Outshined. Debuted at summer camp back in 2019 on May 26th and covered only four times, including this time here. Chris slayed it on drums and vocals for this. During its debut back in 2019, however, Andy took the kit in his place and Chris came out front and embodied his best Chris Cornell. I was there for that, and it was really good. Like, I actually interviewed Waffle, like, right after that backstage, and Chris was back there and asking everybody, you know, what did, what did you think of it? And it was, like, it was really good, dude. Like, it was a really great way to end off the that festival that year. And for them, too, like, he was not going to be singing anymore <laughs> that weekend after that. So that was good, good way to cap his voice off, you know? Back to this show. <laughs> Encore for the evening in Minneapolis. One tune, slacker. And they'd allow that one to go on a nice little stroll as well. Lastly, this week, August 15th at Lurdenson. I'm going with that. Lurdenson looks right. <laughs> Amphitheater at Waterworks Park in Des Moines, Iowa. This would be the first time the band would play this very interesting looking outdoor venue. I know Joel had posted a picture of it. Um, It looked really cool. This was also the first time the band has played in Des Moines since June 29th, 2016. So, yeah, it's been quite a bit since they've been able to get there. I was surprised by that. Hourglass would start this Sunday show with Remind Me coming out next. Strutting off about three minutes, rounding the corner, and opening up about three minutes later embodying some serious hopefulness as it continues, suddenly remembering its self-doubt about eight minutes, bringing it to a more even level, getting itself all worked up and into the sex metal part of the tune. Half-delayed get in the van and words coming out in that order, followed by a pretty hefty Visions that would wander off its leash slightly before three and a half, opening up and getting its balls, bringing it back into the cooler jam that preceded this slight rage fest, starting to disassemble, and I thought it sounded about eight minutes, kind of like a reggae tangled up in blue tees. Like, I don't know. 
but it sounded familiar to me for sure. Giving us a little tease of where we're headed next, about 11 minutes-ish, fully going into Make It Right a couple of minutes later. Joel very dramatically moving us along into Kimball and closing out the first set in Des Moines with Thin Air. Starting off the second set with Wallet's Worth, followed by a nice fatty front porch, getting grimy and slinking into the funk slightly after four minutes, really getting into its groove, falling further down the rabbit hole, but wasting no time picking itself up, piecing back together and getting itself all worked up, slamming back into front porch, heading off in a completely different direction in the second half of its story, remembering all its past resentments and working them all out, making things real sexy slightly before 16 and a half. This adventure in its totality would come in at just about 19 and a half minutes. Crucial Taunt next, followed by Tribute to the Spinal Shaft, Whistle Kids, and then Nemo swimming out, very whimsically wandering off about two minutes, bringing it back home about four minutes later, ending the second set in Des Moines with what I thought was going to be a cover of One of These Days by Pink Floyd, but nope. They go into Bad Friday. Encore, one tune, a cover of Driven to Tears by The Police, covered 25 times, including this one here. Last taken for a spin earlier in the year at the Atlanta Motor Speedway on May 1st. All right, so that's everything I have for this week. Thank you guys for listening to me talk about Umphreys. I say that every week, but I am really, really grateful for this show um, and, you know, for all the other things that have grown off of it, all the other little branches and all everything, all of it. So I'm really grateful that you guys are here every week and listen. Um, it really means a lot to me. So thank you. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for anything that I mentioned throughout this episode, including where you can listen to all of these shows chatted about. Um, I did start linking re-listen in the show notes as well. Um, I've been trying to remember to do archive um, if there was a recording of the shows, but I've also started to include re-listen as well. So if you're not a NUG subscriber, if you don't get stuff from UM Live, um, I try to make sure to put the other ways you can listen as well. So make sure you check those out. Um, Re-listen usually has... Um, a lot of the shows on there. So you can definitely give a listen to these for sure. You'll also find links for where you can binge on a just a shit ton, seriously, of past episodes of the show. There's so many episodes for you guys to listen to. So dive in there. There's so many great conversations. In the show notes, you'll also find links for where you can find out more about Crooked Conversations and where you can snag your subscription, where you can also shop the DATC store, and so much more, so much more stuff. So make sure you check all of that out. And again, thank you so much for joining me. You guys are so incredible. I am so grateful for you. I will see you around these parts next week. Mad love.